Hey guys, welcome to today's video. Today we're going to be talking about a really interesting Senate election in the state of Iowa. Now, I am not going to lie, I was on the cusp of uh, making a video and, po and uh, a joining podcast today about the Arizona Senate election um, where challenger candidate and husband of former uh, Arizona representative Gabby Giffords, um, her husband Mark Kelly, looks as though he has a very good chance of flipping the state Senate seat there, adding another um, adding another seat to the Democrats' push for a Senate majority. Um, however, then I saw this poll, which put, um, which put Democratic challenger Teresa Greenfield um, three points ahead of um, incumbent Republican Senator Joni Ernst in a state that Donald Trump won by a convincing margin, the state of Iowa. Now, uh, this really surprised me because while it's still in the margin of error, uh, Joni Ernst won, as we can see up here, um, Joni Ernst won her Senate election in 2014 by 8.5%, almost 9%. And so a, a flip like this, a flip of over 11% in a state that's pretty solidly pro-Donald Trump is really something to be talking about. Um, so the question is, does Teresa Greenfield have a chance at uh, defeating Tea Party favorite Joni Ernst. Joni Ernst was swept in in the Tea Party wave of 2014 that saw Republicans gain nine Senate seats. Um, so uh, Teresa Greenfield actually only just won um, her, only just won her, uh, the Democratic Party primary. And while, um, and while the Cook Political Report, Sabados Crystal Ball, and Politico all rate this a lean Republican uh, a Senate seat, Teresa Greenfield has started to pull ahead of um, of Joni Ernst in the state uh, in in the state of Iowa, and this is a similar uh, phenomenon as Jamie Harrison saw is currently seeing actually in um, in South Carolina, which is that she started out way low compared to um, compared to Joni Ernst, twenty two percent down um, to Joni Ernst. However, in the next poll. It saw her down 7%, Teresa, Green, Teresa Greenfield down 7%. Next poll, her down 6%. Next poll, her down 1%. And then the following poll showing her leading by 2 3 and 3% respectively. So now, is that enough to win the election? Absolutely not. And sorry, I, uh, someone's lighting off fireworks near me. Uh, so you might hear that on the audio. Is that enough to win this election? No, no, it's not. Um, however, as the Democratic Party starts to coalesce, around um, their nominees as, um, as Teresa Greenfield starts to um, see high-profile endorsements from, um, from uh, unions like um, the AFL-CIO in Iowa, as well as the Brady Campaign, Emily's List, uh, Giffords League of Conservation Voters, NARAL, Pro-Choice America, Women's Political Committee, that's that will hopefully, if you're Teresa Greenfield, start to translate over into into fundraising, um, in, into a boost in fundraising, which is which is something that she's going to need if she if she has a prayer of beating Joni Ernst um, in this state that is trending increasingly Republican. Uh, Obama, um, Al Gore won the state in 2000. George Bush, the Republican, won the state in 2004. Obama won it in 2008 and 2012, only for Donald Trump in 2016 to win it by a pretty convincing uh, margin. So let's see uh, how their respective fundraising is doing. Well, in the big picture, um, uh, Joni Ernst has raised just over $12 million, spent uh, $5,223,000 5, 
leaving her with just under $7 million um, on hand. This was reported on May the 13th. However, Teresa Greenfield, um, Teresa Greenfield has uh, seen a much, a much smaller haul. Um, she's raised $7 million, just over $7 million, spent $2,300,000 with $4,738,000 on hand. So now, as we can see, Joni Ernst has outspent uh, Teresa Greenfield. However, that has not, um, that, that, that has not seemed to save her from her somewhat lagging poll numbers in the state of Iowa. Now, um, now that's not to say that, um, that Teresa Greenfield is, um, is doing poorly in fundraising. Um, in a state where she's running against an incumbent, she's doing pretty well. And as outside money starts to flow in in the form of super PACs, 501c3 groups, and the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee, uh, this, could start to, um, uh, this could start to narrow Joni, Ernst, uh, Joni Ernst's uh, fundraising lead. Uh, Green, as we can see in this article from The Hill, in the first, um, in the first half of... Uh, in the first half of the second quarter of 2020, Greenfield outraised uh, Joni Ernst actually 1.5 million to 1.2 million dollars. However, at that point, um, Ernst uh, Ernst had seven million dollars in her campaign bank account, compared to 4.7 million dollars for Teresa Greenfield. However, it's not all. Ho- however, it's not all puppies and roses for um, for uh, Teresa Greenfield. She is attempting to buck a a a trend in Iowa. That has seen uh, that has seen Democrats begin to lose um, uh, begin to lose leverage. Um, uh, it, uh, Iowa comprises districts like Iowa's fourth district, with, uh, represented currently by uh, Republican uh, Steve King, who actually just recently lost his um, who actually just recently lost the Republican nomination for re-election to this seat. Um, the Cook Partisan Voting Index puts this at a Republican plus eleven. Uh, as a Republican plus eleven district to uh, places like uh, uh, to places like Iowa's first district, represented by Abby Finkenauer, um, uh, which is a Democrat plus one district, um, Iowa's second district, represented by David Lobasak, uh, which is uh, a a Democrat plus one district, which uh, comprises places like Des Moines and Cedar Rapids, and then um, Iowa's third district, represented by Cindy Axney. Which is a uh, Cindy Axney, a Democrat, um, which is in, in this uh, Republican plus one district. Now, um, y- you may ask yourself, well, how is Biden being the nominee going to um, going to help or hinder uh, Teresa Greenfield? And the answer is, is that Biden is not very popular amongst um, amongst uh, Iowa Democrats. He he found himself in in third place in Iowa. Um, in third place in Iowa uh, during the Iowa caucuses, uh, he's not popular amongst um, amongst Iowa Democrats. Typically, more anti-establishment, um, um, and vote and voted in droves for Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders won the popular vote um, in Iowa, despite losing the state overall to um, to Pete Buttigieg. Um, so Biden being the nominee is not really going to help. Uh, Teresa Greenfield so much. He has seen some of his appeal to your sort of blue-collar, gray-collar voters that um, that personify um, a state like Iowa. Uh, so Biden's not going to do it uh, for Teresa Greenfield. What will do it for Teresa Greenfield? Well, first and foremost, um, first and foremost, uh, she needs to 
Uh, she needs to bolster fundraising leads like she had in the first half of the second quarter of 2020. It needs to be a lot bigger than just $300,000. She needs to she needs to begin to close the overall uh, fundraising gap. As Democrats see a groundswell of, um, of donations to their Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee, that could help uh, Teresa Greenfield um, in this incredibly crucial state. Um, as, um, as, as Teresa Greenfield, as, um, as members of the Democratic Party and uh, particularly liberal um, groups like Democracy for America, like the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee, as they begin to uh, coalesce around Teresa Greenfield, as well as Teresa Greenfield tries to begins uh, the process of uh, reaching out to um, reaching out to supporters of her of her um, of uh, 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 to supporters of her primary uh, contenders like Michael T. Franken, like the more progressive favorites uh, Kimberly Graham and Eddie Morrow. Uh, Teresa Greenfield is known for, uh, is considered a rather liberal option, or, or excuse me, a, a rather a centrist option uh, for a lot of your Bernie Sanders supporters. So, um, so she will need to, um, she will need to consolidate the support of Michael T. Frank and her closest, um, her, her closest primary uh, rival who uh, she beat by 23% and Kimberly Graham who received 15% of the vote in this state. Um, and Eddie Morrow, who received 10.99%, just, just under 11%, she is going to have to coalesce, um, coalesce those groups if she's going to, um, if she's going to be able to, uh, to, to, to defeat Joni Ernst, she's going to need to, she's going to, she's going to need to expand her reach beyond your typical Biden, uh, Democrats that, um, that, uh, clearly are not, don't populate Iowa enough in order for her to win uh, to win with them on on her own she um and she needs uh she needs she needs this trend to continue where Joni Ernst despite spending far more money than her um is still uh seeing a considerable lag in the polls um and uh, other than that this election looks to be even though I still have it ranked as a lean Dem a lean republican seat in my senate prediction and I expect to continue to have that um, all the, to, to have this be a lean Republican, uh, see all the way up until, um, all the way up until, uh, the election, uh, she's going to, uh, this, this seat is going to be a lot more interesting to watch as we go forward, as it looks like Teresa Greenfield may indeed have a shot in this crucial seat for the Democrats if they want to gain a Senate majority. So thank you guys so, so, so much for watching this video today or listening in on Spotify, Anchor, on uh, Google Podcasts or any or anywhere else, please make sure to leave a like, leave a comment, uh, tell me what I could be doing better, tell me what you want to hear more about, and I will see you all in the next video. Thank you guys so much for watching.